Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we're talking to CEOs and entrepreneurs all about their epic business blunders. And with us uh, in the hot seat today uh, is the founder and CEO of JustAnswer.com, Andy Kurtzig. Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Matt. Happy to be here. Yeah, cool, man. Well, you know what's coming. So let's uh, kick us off with uh, the elevator pitch. What are you guys up to there at Just Answer? So Just Answer connects consumers with experts online 24-7. So if you want to talk to a doctor or a lawyer or a mechanic or accountant, any kind of professional online, real-time, Just Answer is the place to go. That's so cool. Um, so, I mean, who's your customer typically? Is it all business owners or something like that? Or? It's both. It's sort of, it's, it's a lot of consumers and small businesses. So it's, it's, you know, it's sort of the bottom 99%. So the, the top 1% is paying 500 bucks an hour to a lawyer and doing it the, the old way, but but all those that, that don't want to pay anywhere near that much and wants to get just, just as good a quality help comes to us. That's so cool. And you guys have been around for 19 years, you said, hey? 19 and a half years coming up on my 20-year anniversary. Wow, that's crazy. How do you feel when you think about that? It's a long time. It turned out it was a little harder than I thought it was going to be when I started. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, look, um, we'd love to get more into all of that, but uh, we don't have time for that because uh, we've got to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. So, Andy, what is your epic story of fail for our audience around the world today? Well, so our biggest failure was 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 uh, when we tried to do a rebrand. So we tried to change our name from JustAnswer.com to Pearl.com. You can already tell where this is ending up because Pearl did not stick. It's a great name. Uh, short, memorable pearl of wisdom. And so we just decided we wanted to, to we liked the name so much that we were going to do a rebrand. And, and, you know, while you're doing a rebrand, why not rewrite all the code at the same time on, and, and <laughs> redo the, the whole UX at the same time and sort of, you might as well, you're already in there. And so we just took on a very big project and uh, it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> that's an epic undertaking so yeah. when when did this happen was this uh like 10 years in like when did yeah. it's about 10 years around in. around 10 years in wow yeah that's so crazy yeah. um yeah. and so obviously it didn't work out but what did that whole experience teach you like uh it's a failure of a rebrand and so forth but you know what what lesson do you take forward with you in your business today yeah so so you know, the name is a cool name, Pearl.com. It's a great name. We paid a lot of money for that domain name. And, and uh, we talked to our, our employees, great name. We talked to, uh, we hired a naming company. They said, great name. We, we talked to our experts, great name. Um, uh, we talked to our board, great name. Everybody thought it was a great name. And, and so we did it. You notice I forgot to mention one constituent in that list. Mm -hmm. Our customer. We forgot to really talk to our customer and figure out: Do you like this name? Does this work for you? Would you buy professional services from a from a name like this? And and sort of two years in of just sort of all out going for it on trying to make this work, uh, we realized no customers didn't really know what a pearl dot com was. They knew what a just answer was. It's going to answer my question, and so we had to 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 undo it all. And what we did actually we ran a test. We ran a test to see, okay, justanswer.com versus pearl.com. Everything the same except for the brand name and the logo. Which would do better? Just Answer did way better. That was that was the uh, the end of that. But it was painful, expensive, and, and a very, very hard lesson. 
Hmm. What did you, what do you think if you were to, well, when you think back on that and you, if you were to put a number approximately, what did you, what do you think this failed rebrand would have cost you? Uh, definitely, definitely in the tens of millions of dollars. Um, yeah, this is not a cheap mistake. It was, it was money and time. And I mean, we were burning cash, uh, while we were trying to do this rebrand. We had two teams. We had the, the Pearl team, which was the new team. And everybody was kind of geared up to move over to this team. And then we had this sort of small little team that was still kind of managing just answer just until we were ready to move everybody over. And, uh, so we were kind of running two teams, so double the costs for a long time, and that, that that really added up, and it was distracting and everything else that that, that you can imagine. Mm, I'm sure. So Andy could get into the Matt Brown Show time machine and knowing what you know now, hindsight being a perfect science, and kind of go back to yourself ten years ago and go listen. Yeah, <laughs> here's a piece of advice about this whole thing. Uh, what advice would you give yourself? You know, if you had the luxury to do so. Uh, well. If, if I only had uh, three words, I'd say, don't do it. But, <laughs> but uh, I think the, the, the more interesting answer is start with the customer. You know, we, we, you know, we're such a customer-driven company. We had been, we'd grown up that way to start with the customer. Everything we do, test and learn. What does the customer actually want? And I think on this decision, we just felt like, you know, yeah, this time we're not going to do that. We're going to be big and bold and go do some awesome thing. And we thought we were somehow above starting with our customer for some period of time. We just raised a bunch of money. So we had a lot of money and burning a hole in our pocket. And we thought, Hey, let's do something big and bold with this money. And, and I wish we just started with the customer. We could still have the same idea. Hey, customers, what do you think of this thing? Does that work for you? And we would have found out much quicker, much cheaper, and would have been able to spend all that money on something that's useful for the customer instead. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Andy, what is your advice to CEOs and CEOs rather and entrepreneurs out there in terms of, you know, the importance of failing or failure in becoming uh, successful? Well, you know, it's the same thing I tell my kids when we go skiing. If you're not falling, you're not trying hard enough. So you got to take risks. You got to innovate. You got to take chances. And if you're never failing, it means you're not taking enough risk. You're not taking enough chances. So you know, I think that's lesson number one. But of course, the, the, the big overarching lesson is when you're taking chances, do things that are serving a customer need. That's the most important thing. Mm, right? Absolutely. Andy, you've been around the block. Um, you've obviously consumed a, 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 a lot of resources and tools and books and things like that. Is there a, a book or a tool or resource that comes to mind that you recommend to other CEOs out there? Yeah, my favorite book of all time is The Lean Startup by Eric Reese. We were doing that before that book came out. We just didn't have a name for it. As soon as that book came out, it's oh, this is our Bible. We get it. And uh, and just it's you know, the big lesson there is the same as I was just saying, which is start with the customer. All that other stuff doesn't matter. If the customer doesn't want it, it's not worth doing. Yeah. How much do you just a side note, I was having lunch with my wife a minute ago and I was saying like focusing on your competitors is a complete waste of time, especially when you're a startup. Because I agree with what you're saying in that, you know, uh, you should be focusing on your customer because that's how you win. It's like you understand yeah. the customer better than your competition. Does fuck what, you know, whatever else they're doing and how they price doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't sure. change the fundamentals of what you're building. Do you, What do you agree with? 
I agree with that. So competitors, you can look at them to get ideas. Certainly, you can look at other industries and get ideas. You can get ideas all over the place. But at the end of the day, those ideas, wherever they come from, are are not worth anything unless it's valuable to the customer. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And your particular customer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, Andy, uh, any entrepreneur that I meet with a two-decade-old uh, business needs a, a, a big hug. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, seriously, congrats, dude. I think, you know, we're chatting before we went live. I just think that, you know, uh, just to hang on to uh, – to be able to weather, like, you know, 2008 – you know, COVID and all these things. It's like, and you know, probably gone through three recessions, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, um, and even like the dot com boom is kind of like just around there too. So the fact that you've been able to weather all these storms and and you still got an incredible business is, uh, you know, it's kudos to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Awesome. Well, look, Andy, thanks for being in the hot seat. That concludes your time. Everybody else will see you all again soon.